Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue talking about the crusade because I believe that the crusade is... Just a second. Let, let me just... I think I, I'll, I'll, I, I just have to say, I just, I, I just have to say what is honestly on my heart. I think the crusade is the most important thing on the agenda of Jesus right now. That is using miracles to bring in the final names that are in the book of life, period. I know that folks that listen to Prophecy Club for a while, you're interested in news and a lot of Bible prophets. Yes, I know. I understand that. I started to make some programs on that, and I kept getting yawns. In other words, the Lord kept saying, no, that's not what I want you to talk on. Everything in my heart, everything in my being right now is all talking about crusades. Everything. The sermon I did Sunday, everything in my All of a sudden, God has... I'm giving you. I, I I don't have a whole lot of notes. I'm just talking from the heart, and sometimes that gets me in trouble. And but today it might be good for you because you'll get to hear what my heart really is. What he has laid on my heart is that the Crusades right now are everything for Prophecy Club. For the first seven years, Prophecy Club started in 1993, and for the first seven years, it was all about the guest speaker. Then for the next seven years, it began to move into more of the Power of Jesus Crusades. We did over 60, yeah, over 60, I should go back and count them up, but over 60 different Crusades. Now, let me explain. These Crusades were about receiving personal prophecies. These Crusades started Friday morning, and they went from 9 to noon, 2 to two to 5, 7 to 10, for three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> most 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 grueling ministry of my life. My wife and I were talking that about that a while back. We don't even know how in the world we did that. We at you know my age her age right we we could not do that again. That's what God had us doing at that time. But that was all practice for what we're doing now. Those crusades were mostly about personal prophecy, whereas this crusade is about miracles, not to disseminate miracles, but to use miracles to bring in the remaining names that are in the book of life. Now, you remember in the courtroom of heaven where uh, Maurice Sklar talked about having a vision, being taken to the courtroom of heaven, and he was shown that the book of life, which was written before the creation of the earth, was given a certain amount of names. You remember Jesus said, all that the Father has given to me will come to me. The whole point of the vision of the courtroom of heaven was to say that not everyone whose names is written in the book of life has received Jesus yet. And it's my belief, and I, I know that I know that I know that I'm about to say truth to you. I'm about to tell you what God is really doing. He's about to use this crusade to bring in the remaining names. Now, not just this crusade, and I'm not saying that we're the only one that's even going to be starting April 19th. I can only tell you what God is doing through us, and I can tell you that April 19th of 2019 is the beginning of miracles, brothers and sisters. I've said this before. I said January, February, and I talk seasons. I'm not trying to talk calendar days here, but I said before in the video that January, February is the season of blessing. March is the season of judgment, i.e. the arrests, and I still believe, matter of fact, I probably ought to pull that up and talk to you about that, but I still believe, as I said, what, uh, six weeks ago on the video that's up on YouTube, that uh, March is going to be the season of arrest. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not talking calendar months here. I'm saying that maybe I should put it this way. 
in the ballpark of January, February, March, somewhere in that season is the season of blessing, as in that's when the season of financial change is coming. Then after that, the next season is judgment or the arrest of the 80,000 people. Following that is miracles. Remember I told you August 8, 2015, I heard the audible voice of God say that this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart is as the judgment hit, so will my miracles. And what he told me was, and I think I was the first to get this, is for anybody started talking about any kind of amazing miracles more than anything what we've already seen. We've seen some amazing miracles. But what he downloaded in my heart was, we're about to see miracles like no one. Now, I, what I said was, knowing, no one going all the way back to Adam. That's what I said. Then Sundar Salvarej comes along. The Lord told him, sent four angels to, to him and said, even we, even the angels, the four angels, had never seen the kind of miracles that are about to happen. Then uh, Pastor Massey called me somewhere in there, and he said, well, it's not going to be double portion miracles. It's going to be sevenfold. And then Neville Johnson out of Australia also prophesied seven times miracles. And it's about to start, brothers and sisters. Look, there's only so much time before the book of life gets the remaining names. When that book of life is filled, according to what the vision says, and I'm going to say according to what Bible prophecy also says, then will the seven-year tribulation begin. Then will the beast be released on the earth, and the beast, I believe, will arrive at the beginning of the seven years. But according to Daniel, he does not get recognized. He does not get his power into the middle of the last three and a half years. And that's another story, too. Maybe that would be another broadcast. But anyway, oh, by the way, you got to get my book. Uh, the, the comments are now coming in on the book, and I was afraid it would be too complicated. But, I mean, I, I can't do anything about that. i got to just bring the truth that God gave me to you that, that was given in the book. But a lot of people now are starting to say, oh, yeah, it's, it's like the best book I've ever read on prophecy. It's helping me to understand. It's actually making prophecy simple. So I'm very glad to hear those kind of comments. And uh, here shortly we should be able to have the charts available for download. And you'll be able to download those like in JPEG or PowerPoint or even a high-resolution chart that you can actually have more printed up and hand around your church if you choose to. But anyway, you definitely want to get the book. Uh, one for twenty, five for thirty dollars, ten for fifty-five. One for twenty, don't do that. Five for thirty, that gives you four extra copies to give away. Ten for fifty-five is the best deal. That way, you can give away nine copies because I promise you, you read the first thirteen pages of this book, and you will be handing it around. But as as I said, two years ago when I started memorizing Book of Revelation, I knew nothing. Nothing that was in this book. And this is coming from the guy that was the founder of the Prophecy Club and studying prophecy for 40 years. And I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of the things that are in this book. This is all new information to me. So I have to assume it's probably all information to you as well. People reading the book say it is awesome. Matter of fact, my associate said that she, <laughs> and I have, to, I have to tell you about her, this is a really smart lady. 20 years in the Air Force, did really well in the Air Force. God sent her to us. But she just finished reading a 500-page page banking book on banking regulations. 
another group asked her to do this because she has that kind of a brain. She read read the 500 pages. She said, but when I read your book, I read the first three chapters. I went back, reread the first three chapters, read the first three chapters three times. And now she is on the, the 12th chapter. And she says, it is helping me to understand Bible prophecy. It is taking a lot of the questions away, a lot of the fog away, helping me to really understand it so that I can uh, understand Bible prophecy. I mean, that's what it is. And I dare say that you, I'm going to say it again, I don't think you know anything that's in this book. I, I, I believe I'm correct. If I'm wrong, you email me at askstan at prophecyclub.com. Okay, so back to the crusade. The crusades are the thing that Jesus is pointing to right now. It's the thing, the thing he is pushing. I have seen things happen in our lives over the last six weeks, ever since we started, ever since I made the decision to put together these crusades, things have started to move. I can tell you that, and, and he authorized me to say this, what was it, Thursday night this past week, that this is the greatest miracle revival in American history. Let me say it again. This is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. Look, I know that's a big statement. And if it weren't true, I certainly wouldn't be saying it. This is the start. It's not the only. It may be that there's other miracles start April 19th too. I don't know. I don't know about other ministries. I don't know what God is doing. It's his business, his choice, whatever he wants to do. All I can tell you is that he has made it clear to me that our, on April 19th, let me say it again, April 19th is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. April 19th. Specifically, sevenfold miracle crusades, and again, it may start around the world that day. I don't know. It's God's play. He has the keys of hell and death. He can do what He wants to do. I can only tell you what He's spoken to us, and that this is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. This is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. Wow! I mean, that's a big statement. Think about that. That's a big statement, but I believe it to be true. I really do. Now, what is this all about? Now, I do have a couple of notes on this. Let me go to my notes. I do not think that this crusade, this one, I do not think this is like a Billy Graham crusade where we're speaking out to the masses, to the public, come bring your uh, wheelchairs, let the people down through the roof, bring in the sick, uh, bring in the demons and those possessed, uh, the pe- people. It's not that kind of crusade. Not the first one. Now, all the rest of them will be like that. This one is the open the door to the rest of the crusades. This one is primarily for Prophecy Club believers, prophecy supporters, people that believe in Dimitri's message. This one is to open the door. That's the reason I'm asking everyone that comes, and we need to talk about fasting too, is to fast three days. I'm also asking them to sow an Isaiah 22-22 seed. That's $222. Well, Stan, that's too much money. Then don't come. If that's too much money for you, then you don't need to become. That, that is a qualifier. I want people that want to see the power of God there bad enough to fast three days, bad enough to put up $222 saying, that's how bad I want to be a part of the end time ministry. That's how bad I want to be anointed to walk in the miracles ministry. Everybody that attends, I will lay hands on you. 
I will anoint you with oil, and I will pray for two things for you. I will pray that you will receive a miracle anointing. Well, who are you to pray for someone with a miracle anointing? Well, gosh, I don't know, just a guy that laid hands on somebody that was dead and he came back to life. If you think that that qualifies me to lay hands on someone to give them a miracle anointing, then maybe you should come to the meeting. If you don't, then don't come. I'm looking for people that are hungry. This can't be, in at least not the first one, can't be in a normal church. It can't be even in our church because you got to have people that are hungry. Hungry enough to fast three days. Hungry enough to put up $222. Well, what if I don't have the $222? Then you're not supposed to come. But if you want to come, that is the Holy Spirit laying on your heart to come. And then, since you believe that through Christ all things are possible, then you start praying. You are even going to do some fasting. Lord, I want to go. Lord, I want to go. Lord, I want to go. And he will provide the time off. He will provide the $222. Look, he sent seven one-ounce American Gold Eagle coins put in our mailbox with no return address to pay for my book. Why? Because it's his book. Look, if you're supposed to be walking in miracles, if you're supposed to be a miracle worker, that's what this is. This is a crusade to find out who wants to walk in his last day's miracles. So I'm going to pray for you to get two things. One, that you will be a miracle worker. One, that you will walk in his miracles. One, that you will hear his voice. You will walk in the power and strength, not by enticing words of man's wisdom, but like Paul said, you will walk in demonstration and in power. Now, if that's what God has for you, then you get yourself here and you'll be here. $222 is not going to keep somebody supposed to be here out. Three days fasting is not going to keep somebody supposed to be here out. If you're supposed to walk in miracles and you can't fast three days, then forget it. Stay home. If you're supposed to walk in miracles, you can't pray God to give you $222. Stay home. I'm sorry. I mean, I believe Paul talked like this. I believe this, you know, this is the way it is, okay? Second thing I can pray for you is that you have the anointing to understand and to teach prophecy and to give an answer of prophecy because that's where we are. This is not the days, oh, come to Jesus, he'll fix all of your problems. This is not the kind of come to Jesus that has been in the American Christian churches over the last five years. I'm even going to say over the last 50 years. This is the days of prophecy. The days when the prophecy is going to be fulfilled. That's the reason he arranged for my book to come out right now. Look, you know, I first had, or Leslie had that dream back in 2007 about if you would pray and you would study the feast that he will show you the secret door. And I guess I didn't study the feast enough because he didn't show me the secret door until here, what, a year ago. And I thought, oh man, I have messed up. I have messed up. I should have had this book going out uh, back in 2007 or 2008. But no, he spoke to my heart and said, no, it was all my timing. And then I thought, well, you know, he told me August the 8th of 2015, this is a time of miracles. So I thought, man, I didn't get it. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I should have been doing these miracle crusades starting back in 2015. Man, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm, but no, he's, he spoke to me. He said, no, that wasn't time. This is the time, though. I'm telling you, 2019 is the year for miracles. I'm telling you, August 19th through, look, April 19th. April 19th through 22 is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. And I believe God has chosen that date, April 19th, because that is Passover. 
Think about it. Passover is the conclusion of the Ten Curses. That's the conclusion of the uh, conclusion of Ten Curses and the beginning of blessings. So God, what he does, he does on his appointed days. Those are his appointed days. He's starting April 19th because it's Passover. It's not because Stan Johnson's there, and it's not because it's Prophecy Club there. It's because that is his appointed day, and 2019 is his appointed year. It's not just me that I got that in the mouth of three witnesses that 2019 is the year you're supposed to start. Look, I got a video up on this. It's called Prophecies for 2019 up on YouTube. It's like an hour long. Go watch it. I, I give you all the details, all the backup, so that you know that I'm, I'm not just making this up. It's not just a fairy tale. This is serious business. We are filling the book of life here. And if you're supposed to be a miracle worker in the last days, if you're supposed to be giving an answer to Bible prophecy, then you will find your way to get to this meeting, period, bottom line. It ain't the $222. It ain't the three-day fasting. It's whether you're supposed to be there. And if he's laid on your heart to be there, then you need to be doing some praying and fasting. You don't have the 222 to get there. Pray and fast God ask, and ask God to give it to you. If you think, oh, I can't pray fast three three days, can't do that, well, pray and ask God to show you how to do it. Now, let me talk about different fasts. Now, the the hardest fast is no food, no water. I'm not asking for that. I, I, I tried that no food, no water. 50 hours into it, man, I was about to die. Literally, I was not certain I would make it through the night, so I started drinking water. So I'm not asking that. I will be doing, personally, a nothing, a no food, I'll drink a lot of water, but no food for three solid days. That's the fast I'm going to do, and that's the fast I'd like you to do, but that's not the fast you have to do. You can do a Romanian fast. That means that while the sun is up, you don't eat anything. You drink all the liquids, all the juices that you want to, coffee, you know, carrot juice, whatever you want to, during the day, but during the day, you don't eat anything. Now, after sundown, eat what you will. That's the Romanian fast. You can do that. And you can also choose your own fast because it's not, well, I got to do this because Stan says it. I got to do this because prophecy, I've got to do this because a fast track team is doing it. No, it's not that. I, I can ask you to do my fast, but if the fasting is not, look, fasting is between you and God. Fasting is God. I, 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 I'm begging you. I'm, I'm begging you. I'm, I'm begging you bad. And this is just how bad I'm begging you to hear my prayer. And it may be, God, I'm not going to chew bubblegum for three days. If that's the best fast you can do, then if you think that that's uh, being hard enough on yourself to get him to answer the prayer, go for it. <laughs> don't be too surprised if you don't get an answer. <laughs> but maybe some of the easier fast is maybe, hey, no TV for three days. I'd like to think you could do better than that. Uh, Daniel ate no pleasant bread, he drank no wine, and he didn't rub any oil on his body. Living in the dry desert area, I guess in those days, rubbing the body with oil was very comforting to them. So that was the fast he did, and he had an angel come and visit him. So who am I to tell you what kind of fast? All I'm saying is do a three-day fast. Probably a good fast might be, hey, maybe no meat. Or... Uh, Maybe no Cokes. I mean, that's not very much of a fast. But you know, it's between you and God. This is how much I'm willing to sacrifice because I want to see miracles. Look, this crusade, let me say it again. This crusade is the first. It's the beginning. And because it's on 
April 19th, because it's on Passover. It's the beginning of miracles. This is the first of the Crusades, first of the miracle Crusades that will be the greatest in history. And I'm not saying that Prophecy Club, I'm not even saying the the sevenfold miracles will be the greatest history. I'm saying that now is the time for the Great Awakening. The greatest miracle revival in history is about to start. If you want to be part of that, then you get yourself to this meeting. And by the way, don't try to don't think you're going to pop in and pop out. No. Look, did the Israelites pop in and pop out with Moses or after the death angel passed over and all the firstborn died, did all of the Israelites stay together as they crossed through the Red Sea, as they went over to Mount Sinai? Did they stay together? Yes, they did. So my suggestion is you come for the long haul. You're not coming to pop in or pop out, or maybe I can be here for part of it, but not all of it. Well, Jesus might just say to you, okay, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just give you part of the blessing, part of the miracles, maybe part of the anointing, but not the whole thing. If you don't think my work is more important than your work, then you stay home. If you don't think my miracles are important enough to have three full days of your time, stay home. Look, I mean, too many times American Christians are soft. Too many times they are not willing to do the hard and the difficult things. This is the time. Look, you want to you want to win souls? You want to be part of what God is doing in the last days? Then you get yourself to this crusade. Quit being so soft, okay? I'm I'm sorry to offend you, but I I don't mean to offend you. I, I I'm just trying to do the work of the Lord. I, I'm I'm look. I'm willing to die for Jesus. And so I'm certainly willing to lose a few days' work. I'm certainly willing to throw in $222 so that this can be not just the first and the last crusade, but this thing really goes on. That's what it's all about, brothers and sisters. It's about Jesus and building his kingdom. It's not about me and it's not about you. It's about his kingdom, about his throne, for his glory and his mastery and ministry. Now, here's what we're going to do. The first night... I'm going to bring a teaching on Moses and his walking. In other words, what he did. We're not going to talk much about the ten plagues. We're going to talk what happened that specific night. We're going to talk about the death angel passing over, and then we're going to talk about them having to, to make the unleavened bread because they didn't have time to let the dough rise. We're, then, after that, we're going to take Passover because that's the New Testament version of putting the blood on the doorpost. And we're going to have a Passover meal, and lamb will be part of the meal. There won't be any leaven at the the entire weekend. There won't be any leaven. And then we're going to offer people the opportunity to get baptized, as in holy, dunked, and covered totally in water. Because, again, that's another picture of being washed in the blood of Jesus. That's another picture. Uh, that's a New Testament picture of putting the blood on the doorpost. So it's all about putting the blood on the doorpost. It's all about being clean. So first thing we do, we come out of a three-day fast. We hear about Moses, have a Passover meal, do communion. We get baptized. Many of you, you don't have to get baptized. I'd recommend it. Then I think the greatest miracle revival in American history is going to start someplace in there. Uh, let me talk to you about briefly what I think a sevenfold miracle could be. Now, let me just say up front, I don't know, and you don't either. Nobody knows. Not the angel of heaven. They do not know what miracles are about to start. But I'll tell you what I'd like it to be. I'd like it, for example, everybody in the room all of a sudden just lean forward and cough and all of their dental work come out in their hands. And they got a brand new set of teeth. Even teeth been pulled when they were a kid or something like that. All of a sudden they got a full set of nice, perfect teeth. That 
is a sevenfold miracle. Bringing the dead to life, yep, that'll be part of it. People springing out of wheelchairs, running around, jumping up, down, hollering, screaming, Jesus healed me, that'll be part of it. An arm that got blowed off in a rock, or a leg that got blowed off in a rock, or ran, or something like that. Arthritis, hands, we got a lady in the church, her, her, her fingers just tied in knots. I want to see those hands just, boom, just come right out. People with Down syndrome, or um, um, uh, you know, some kind of thing like that. Uh, homeless people, their mind got fried with drugs and they barely open their eyes, barely talk. I want to see them just, mm, boom. I mean, like the man of the Gadarenes, like it's in the tombs, all of a sudden he was in his right mind and he was setting up, giving him something to eat and drink. Like those people that maybe had, oh, a knee surgery and they got a replacement knee. All of a sudden they're sitting there in their chair and they hear a clunk on the floor. They look down and their artificial knee is laying on the carpet next to the chair. And all of a sudden the scar that was on their knee is gone. That's what I call a sevenfold miracle. Now, I don't know that he's going to be doing that. I'm not in charge of that. I'm just saying that's what I'm praying for. I'm praying for these people that maybe they had an artificial arm or a joint or maybe they had a, a broken arm, or maybe something doesn't work right, or this finger doesn't go all the way out, or that sort of thing. All of a sudden, it's just fixed. I'm praying that maybe like everybody in the room, all of a sudden, a, a wind sweeps through the room, and everybody's hair goes back to national, uh, natural hair color. Maybe all of the wrinkles disappear. How'd you like to be in a room with that? All the wrinkles disappear, all the hair goes, and what if all of a sudden everybody in the room's 30 years old? Now, that's what I call sevenfold miracle. Well, now, why would Jesus do that? Only one reason, because all of those college professors been lying to people. They've been telling them, oh, well, evolution's true. You came from the goo. You graduated to the zoo, and now you're you. He's going to say this once. This once I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. This once, I'm going to show him my real power. This once, I'm going to do miracles like no one's seen. That's what it's about. It's about filling the book of life. They won't listen to anybody else, but this once, just one time, just one time in 6,000 years of man's history, just once, just once, and it starts April 19th. Now, if you've been listening to a while, you've been hearing me a while, you know this is not me. You know that this is the anointing God. You know that what I'm saying is because I'm saying because I know it to be true. And if you are called to be a miracle worker, you'll be there. If you're called to walk in miracles, you'll be there. You're called to teach Bible prophecy, to give an answer, to be able to lead those people to Jesus. Are you Are you going to be a testimony? Are you going to be one that's willing to give? Look, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. They love not their lives unto the death. Are you able to give a word in a time of trouble? Are you able to lay hands on someone and heal the sick? I'm talking about more than just what Paul did. I'm talking about more than what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and more than what Jesus did. Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do, because go to the Father. Nobody's topped his ministries yet. Nobody's topped his miracles yet. But it's about to start, because Jesus is building his kingdom for the last days. Are you going to be a part? Are you going to be a part? Sevenfold Miracle Crusades.com. Sevenfold Miracle Crusades.com. Sevenfold Miracle Crusades.com. For my book, prophecyclub.com. For my book, prophecyclub.com. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55. By the way, we've only, 
we get pretty close to selling out. Only printed 3,000 the first printing, and we've sold over 2,000. I don't know what the count is now. Maybe up around 2,200. Get pretty close to sold out of them. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com for the Crusades. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com or ProphecyClub.com. ProphecyClub.com for the book. ProphecyClub.com for the book. One for 25, for 30, 10 for 55, April 19 to 22. Be there if you want to walk in miracles. You want to be a miracle? Look, 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 look. Let's get honest. You've been praying for people for miracles and they hadn't come. All done it. We've all been there. You've been praying for miracles in your life, financial miracles, and they hadn't come. This is your opportunity to be part of the upper room. Those people are in the upper room. Their lives were touched. They were never the same, never the same, never the same, ever, ever, ever again because they came out of there. Once they saw that mighty rushing wind, tongues of fire, people prophesying and speaking in tongues, that's what they did. You want to be a part of what God's doing in the last days? Then you get yourself to this meeting. Quit making excuses. Get yourself to the meeting. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com ProphecyClub.com for the book. ProphecyClub.com for the book. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless.